following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's broadcast on the huge show across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music. Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two. On a Friday broadcast presented by ExperienceGR.com, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He tells me in a moment, Gary Dolphin, the voice of Iowa football, will tell us if the Lions got a star or a starter. And Jack Campbell would pick 18. Last night, we'll hear from the Dolphin in Iowa. I wanted our Bushlight Huge Question of the Day to be, have you ever seen a dolphin in Iowa? Instead, our question is, what did you feel last night after the first two picks by the Lions in the first round? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Uh, inside this hour, I have a pair of tickets to see Britt Floyd at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. So if you want to win those tickets, I'll give those away before the end of the hour. We'll talk to Dolphin about Campbell, now a lion. I saw the photo I shared from the Lions Media Relations. Gibbs and Campbell were posing with Barry and Calvin in their Hall of Fame jackets. Nice. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, about Lamar Jackson's deal. His thoughts on the first round. Lions have pick 34, third pick in the second round that starts tonight. Three currently second round picks. So Joy Porter Jr., Brian Branch, will they take Will Levis, a quarterback? Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame, could be there. I'd take him in a heartbeat. So you can join in on that Mercantile Bank listener line. Huge question of the day. What do you think of their first two picks last night in Gibbs? Gibbs is a game-breaker, home-run threat, game-changer. They don't have one on their offense with J-Mo gone for six games. And Jack Campbell, Devin Gardner, 
told me he was watching Iowa State-Iowa tape for a Big 12 game he was doing color commentary on, and he said this last night during our monster NFL draft watch party with Herman Moore, Terry Richardson. We were at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He said, I said, give me a name that the fans won't be excited about, but you think is a quality pick starter from day one, and he said Jack Campbell. And that was at about 5 o'clock yesterday. What was that, like five hours before the pick went down? Gary Dolphin followed Jack Campbell in Iowa City with the Hawkeyes home and away voice of Hawkeye football, one of the great voices in the Big Ten and college sports. How you doing, my man? You there? On. What are you what are you doing? Did you get Where's Gary Dolphin? Where you, where, where's Gary Dolphin? That was a caller. You got cleaned out on the slot machine and it cleaned out your total train of thought. You and your brother-in-law, Sam Sparta. My God. I, I did the perfect setup. Segway. We said 4.05. What time is it? I get it was a long day and a long night. Man, I did I did like a professional lead-in to Gary Dolphin. We'll also have our first Moving Ferris Forward weekly conversation with President Bill Pink, who will join us from Big Rapids. That will be coming up uh, right around 545. You want to find out how Ferris is moving forward, ferris.edu. Superfly now tells me that the Dolphin has landed. That Gary Dolphin, one of the great voices in college sports, is standing by from Iowa City. He knows a lot about Jack Campbell. How you doing, my man? Hey, hi, Bill. Good to be with you as always. Uh, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought a great pick by the Lions last night. Actually, that was the second lead into you because I got mixed up with the caller line when I set you up and I was ready to go to you and Superfly looked at me and said, I don't have them yet. And I, I did like... <laughs> I said, how many dolphins in Iowa? I really tied your name into everything, and there was just crickets because I went to a line. The listener thought I was going to Gary Dolphin. So we're, this is like take two on it. Hey, you know, Campbell. Hey, you're, you're one of the great audibleizers uh, I know. So yeah, trust me. Yeah, that's called pulling it out of your rear. But, you know, Devin Gardner uh, said this last night about 5.05 to me, and we were sitting there at our huge draft watch party up in Mount Pleasant, Michigan at Soren Eagle with Herman Moore and everybody. And Devin on my radio show, I said, give me a name at 18 that the Lions fans will kind of go, mm, won't excite them, but you think the guy's a starter from day one. And he said while watching film, he does some Big 12 games for uh, one of the networks, uh, color commentary, former Michigan quarterback. And he, he said Jack Campbell is the real deal. The dude can run. He can cover. He, he talked about, and the uh, replay they showed uh, when he was drafted, when he uh, uh, was in coverage with, against C.J. Stroud, and he went back and tipped it up to himself and made the pick. At 6, what, 5, 249? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he won the Butkus Award, and he's about as close to Butkus as I can remember. And I, I saw Dick Butkus play back in the day, and, you know, I think he shortchanged a little bit in that, uh, as you know, the middle linebacking position is kind of a dinosaur position in the in the NFL uh, anymore. It's all about how, how fast can you run and 
can you cover all these fleet-footed receivers? And, you know, the, the best description I can give you of Jack Campbell is he's a throwback. You know, and I've used this on the air before. You know, John Wayne is from Iowa. He reminds me of the Duke. And, and, the, and, and he's, he's a very modest kid. You know, he was a three-star athlete coming out of Cedar Falls High School, but a multiple-sport athlete. Uh, he, he helped lead his team to a state basketball title at 215 pounds. Well, now he's 250. Uh, and and he and he hasn't changed in terms of, uh, in terms of his athleticism, but what sets him apart uh, from I don't care what position you pick is you know Mike Singletary was one of the great film study guys he, he'd live all week in the film room that is Jack Campbell and and what he might lack in sideline to sideline and lateral speed he makes up for in smarts and and there's a reason he's a, a, a he's a National Football Foundation academic all American as well as the Butkus Award winner. So I, I think Detroit, uh, I think the Lions may have gotten the steal of the draft, at least to this point. But he won't disappoint you. And, and he's, he's, a, he's a modest kid. He's not outspoken, but he is a leader. He's a quiet leader. And he reminds me of some of the great middle linebackers they've had at Iowa, at least in my 27 years of, of uh, calling the games. I, I think of Josie Jewell. I think of James Morris. But, but Jack's bigger than all of those guys, uh, and as smart, as cerebral, uh, and as competitive as anybody that will get drafted this week. Gary Dolphin, voice of Iowa football basketball, joining us on the Rose Tumber guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You said that Campbell was a steal of the draft. He was picked in the first round at 18. Uh, when you say steal of the draft, define that, Gary. Well, well, he was projected to be, I think the highest I saw him projected to be is mid-third round, maybe early third round. I may have missed uh, one or two of the uh, mock drafts, but, uh, you know, many thought that he would be at, at the earliest, late second, uh, mid, mid-third. And, you know, drafts are like uh, crapshoots. I mean, they're, they're, they're one guy's opinion. I, I speak of the mock drafts. Obviously, uh, Detroit's personnel people did their homework. But I, I thought, you know what, this guy is so much better than uh, late second, uh, mid-third round. Uh, and then the great players have come out of that, those slots, don't get me wrong. But uh, did I think he was a first? I thought he was worthy of a late first-round selection. Uh, but i got to tell you, even I was a little surprised that he went 18th last night. But I, I think he's going to look good with a lion on the side of his helmet. He, 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 just, he just oozes physicality. Uh, and yet he's uh, academically, uh, you know, at the top of his class. And, I, you know, that, that's a rare combination these days. He's not a mistake guy. And the other thing about him, Huge, is uh, he, he won't be a problem. He, he will not be a problem child with the Lions. You'll never have to worry about where this guy is. Uh, he'll, he'll be on time for meetings all the time. Uh, he's just a class citizen. And that's a rare combination these days. So I, I congratulate the Lions on the pick. You know, I read uh, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, one of our Lions NFL insiders, Gary, that uh, Brad Holmes, Aaron Glenn, Dan Campbell, Lions head coach, in a room uh, with Jack Campbell. And when they were done with that interview, uh, he left the room uh, on his way out of Allen Park. And the three of them looked at each other and said, uh, there's something special there. And, and and they're right. I mean, he, he's a big play guy, and 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 I, you know, I, I can think of three or four games where a play he made uh, turned the tide against quality opponents, and, and I won't go into all those. But he, he's a run stuffer. Uh, he, he needs to get 
he needs to get better in in, in pass coverage. Uh, but but let me tell you, he will get better in pass coverage. Uh, he was outstanding at Iowa, and the NFL's the next step. Uh, and and what 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 amazes me about Jack Campbell is that when that opposing team breaks the huddle, he knows immediately where the play is going. And so you don't have to be the fastest guy, uh, Bill, as you know, if you're there a step or two ahead of the play. And that's what he is. A.J. Epinesa was like that. Uh, Desmond King was like that. He's a Michigan uh, native. Uh, these, these rare players, uh, cerebrally, uh, academically, they, they outthink you. And when you do that, uh, you can make up for a lot of deficiencies physically. You know, Gary, I'm looking at Brad Holmes, the GM, and Dan Campbell as they head into year three, and they're really putting an emphasis on culture. They also look at their own boards. They're not worried about what people say on Twitter or the talking heads on TV or us on uh, radio. They had, uh, I just read a report from Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire that they were set to take Gibbs, the running back from Alabama, as high as number six if they stayed there. Far and away, he was their top athlete on their board, even in front of B. John Robinson from Texas, and the same thing with Campbell. He was their top-rated defensive player. That's one of the great things about the NFL draft that uh, is such a great draw uh, from the public every year, Bill, is that uh, it, it's, 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 uh, every team thinks differently. Uh, about players, and you know, uh, T.J. Hawkinson turned out all right, even though they they traded T.J. to the Vikings. Uh, and and I think when you look at, a, at at a kid from Iowa, you know, you're not getting a problem child, you're not getting a mistake guy. Uh, that's the Iowa culture. You know, it's all about culture, as you say. You just pointed out. Uh, and Iowa's culture is: look, we know we're not going to get a ton of five stars or or many four stars. We're going to bring in the outstanding three stars and and no stars. And we'll develop them uh, the Iowa way, the culture, uh, the Iowa culture way, uh, kind of the Big Ten way. And, it, and when you look at Jack Campbell, uh, when I when I saw his name come up last night, I don't know why I thought of Joe Schmidt, <laughs> but I thought how proud and happy Joe Schmidt would be, uh, one of the great lions in the history of the game. And and don't forget Alex Karras uh, played it in Detroit. He came from Iowa, and Jack Jack's got a lot of that physical mentality that Alex Karras had. And 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 Lion fans, uh, get ready because you're really going to enjoy what you're going to watch with this kid, this young man uh, going forward. He's a quality, uh, a polite, quality young guy, uh, and and you never have to worry about where Jack Campbell is uh, on the football field or off it. I bet Chris Spielman might have had tears in his eyes uh, when they picked uh, Jack Campbell. You know, Spielman in the Lions front office now helps out with evaluation. He he, he might have been speechless uh, that they took I'm, Campbell. I'm sure Chris saw a lot of himself uh, yeah. in, in, in Jack Campbell. And, and as we all know, uh, Chris could play linebacker or with his hand on the ground. And if, if Jack Campbell were asked to put his hand on the ground, uh, he, he would do it in a heartbeat and be successful. Gary Dolphin, uh, very successful as the play-by-play radio voice of Iowa football and basketball, joining us on the Rose Tumber guest line talking about Jack Campbell, former Hawkeye. I've already seen the photos of him arriving uh, with Gibbs, standing there with Barry and Calvin in their Hall of Fame jackets, and he was, you know, in a shirt and tie, and uh, looks like he was getting ready to join a Wall Street company rather than an NFL team. <laughs> well, he's so humble. He's probably uh, still overwhelmed by the moment. And and if there's one thing I've learned about great football players who have uh, 
who have a, a, a huge vein of modesty that runs through their being is they don't disappoint you. They don't let you down. They make plays. They make you better. And that's all. And that's Jack Campbell uh, on every one of those notes. Uh, he, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, he's a rare find, uh, huge. And I'm, I'm happy for the Lions that they they could see that. So, what level do you think uh, from not only Hawkeyes you've called games for in Iowa City and on the road, but college players you've seen who then went to the NFL and they reached this level at that position, linebacker, uh, you know quasi-edge guy, maybe to a point middle linebacker, old school. He won the Buckus Award, which is the nation's best linebacker this past college football season. To what level would you think, uh, based on what you know of Jack Campbell, the career he'll have in Detroit? I think he's, you know, obviously uh, you can never predict health, but uh, this guy has stayed injury-free because he's notorious in the weight room. Uh, He's notorious. uh, He's uh, rabid about keeping his body in shape. He comes from a, a great family. Uh, he, he, he's very appreciative of anything that comes his way. He doesn't worry about his work ethic. He just thinks that he's lucky to be in this position. And he's a 10, 12-year guy. Uh, he reminds me, you know, he's a throwback. I said that at the top of your show here. Uh, and if you're asking me for uh, an identification, reminds me a lot of Tommy Nobis uh, back when Tommy broke in with the Atlanta Falcons and became one of the great linebackers the NFL back when, when you had a great middle linebacker seemingly on every team in the National Football League because that was an emphasis, a focal point. Jack Campbell reminds me a lot of Nobis, uh, of the great middle linebackers that played in the 60s and 70s only. Let me tell you, he's very modernistic. He'll, he'll be just fine in Detroit. and uh, you know Detroit's a tough town, blue-collar town. Jack Campbell's the right fit, trust me. Gary, good to hear your voice, my man. Enjoy some downtime. We'll talk before you know it. It will be Big Ten football season. It will be huge, but we, we can wait for it. Let's relax for a couple months and enjoy the rest of the draft. But uh, great to be on with you, huge. Thanks. Yeah, coaches can't relax because you're looking at USC and UCLA just around the corner being added to the Big Ten. <laughs> They're looking at UCLA, USC, and NIL. And NIL, yeah, yeah, the NIL money. The transfer portal. And the transfer portal. It's got their own division. It'll be USC, UCLA. No, we got to throw Ohio State in that division, too. Ohio State, NIL, transfer portal, and USC and UCLA. There you it's go. a different game, Huge. It is. Amen, brother. Hey, Gary, you take care of my best to you. Tell Bobby Hanson I said hello, okay? I sure will, Bill. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, Bobby Hanson, the former Chicago Bull, who I got to know during my time in Chicago, former Hawkeye, one of the great pure shooters college basketball has ever seen. He does the Hawkeye basketball games uh, with Gary. Good stuff. W- way to step up, Superfly, after not putting him on at the prescribed time. I did a lead-in. As good as me hosting last night when MVP Production said, you're a rock star. You're like the Chris Berman of Michigan. I said, look, man, I'm not a guy that lives for compliments. I don't like to talk about myself. I don't like nicknames. Just call me huge. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner, the NBA. The NBA playoffs have been awesome. So this is for new customers who are listening right now who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the first time. Sign up with code HUGE. You'll then be able to make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone 
who already is on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial Lose an NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Frank Schwab, yahoo.com. National NFL columnist will get his thoughts on the surprises in round one last night and Lamar Jackson's huge deal. Frank, with a national perspective, he'll join us momentarily. That uh, will be on the huge show across Michigan. And if you want to join in our mercantile bank listener line, Superfly, why why'd I not have the pot up? You, you can't expect us to do a perfect show after like nine hours on the air at Soren Eagle, staying up to like 3.30 in the morning, driving back. And this show has had landmines in it even before we were recording, like, commercials. We're like radio rejects today. And that's you and me. I'm, I'm throwing me in the same category as you. That alone is a doomsday prep scenario. So our mercantile bank listener line our Bushlight huge question of the day. What do you think of the Lions' first two picks last night? Superfly got cleaned out by a slot machine. He ordered two pieces of bacon for breakfast, nothing else. Who does that? Psychotic people do that. So you can answer the Bushlight huge question. Of the day, your thoughts on the Lions picks last night in Gibbs and Campbell. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets.
tickets now. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. The one-two. Right side to Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I did see a excerpt from the Pat McAfee podcast. Kirk Herbstreet said, quote, the one team that stood out to me from last night was the Detroit Lions. I don't think people realize how good Jameer Gibbs is going to be for them. So that was Herbstreet. I was also looking at Lamar Jackson's contract. He saved like a $7.8 million 3% agent fee, and he gave it to his mom. That's awesome. Like $185 million guaranteed. He did it on his own. That's going to be a trend. You watch. He, he held his ground, and he won in the end. Frank Schwab, national columnist, Yahoo.com. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, we'll get to Lamar and his deal in a moment, but... Uh, what stood out to you last night outside of uh, the Aaron Rodgers-esque Will Levis green room watch? Ooh, that was hard. I mean, that was really hard to watch. Mm. I, it was a very interesting draft. I, I mean, I, I think I'm I, – I, I assume we're going to talk about the Lions here in a little bit. I was one of the people who wasn't so high in what they did, loved what 
Arizona did, moving down. I mean, basically, they want a Paris Johnson at number three. It was a little bit too high for him, so they moved down what amounts to three spots and picks up a first-round first pick in next year's draft that could end up being as high as number one overall. The Texans aren't going to be any good. So I didn't really like what the Texans did. I thought the Colts, I, I respect them swinging bigger quarterback, the staying at four, getting a guy who has an immense ceiling in Anthony Richardson, Really like that. Um, it was interesting to see some of the receivers drop, although then they started going one after another after another. That was really interesting. And just, you know, I mean, it just it wasn't a great draft. It really wasn't. I don't think there's a lot of difference makers in this draft, but like usual, we end up with a lot of interesting storylines out of it. Uh, you said you didn't like what the Lions did, and there's been mixed feelings here in Michigan with the fans. At our draft watch party with Herman Moore last night and Devin Gardner, the former Michigan football player. Uh, But the more I kind of look at it, let it sink in, understanding that they needed a home run threat on offense, especially losing Jamison Williams for the first six games. Another guy that subbed 4-4-40, I think that offense needed some explosiveness. Even if Jamison Williams was still there, they needed more. And then... You know, the Campbell pick at middle linebacker where, okay, the lateral speed is a question. Uh, I guess that's a wait and see. But uh, where were you at and why you didn't like it, Frank? Yeah, just positional value. I, I, I look at Gibbs with number 12 as being an undersized running back. who He fills a role, and you might be right. He might be that home run hitter out of the backfield. But that's a big projection. I, not many guys in the NFL can can just be that guy, really. I mean, Chris Johnson, like I mean, that kind of player. He was. It's it's just hard. If I'm drafting a running back number twelve, better be an every down guy. Better be Bijan Robinson. I mean, a, a guy like that. And uh, running back didn't seem to be a need to me for the Lions. They they spent fairly big money on David Montgomery. I mean, at least as far as running backs go. DeAndre Swift, I don't know what he did, but he is so man that they've moved on from him, obviously. So I don't I, I would have stuck with Montgomery Swift and then added a different you know, a difference maker. I, they just came they came in I mean, they came in multiple picks, including a six pick, and then they get out of that without a true impact guy. Like I, I don't think Jack Campbell is that guy. We've learned by now the two the two positions that I think have been devalued the most in the NFL are running back an off-ball linebacker. And that's what the Lions came out of here with the, the top eight, two top 18 picks. Not a guy who's really going to push him over the hump. And so, Jack Campbell might be a really nice, solid player, but I don't, if I'm drafting, like just like I said, about running back in Bijan, if I'm drafting an off-ball linebacker at 18 or anywhere in the first round, you better be a Luke Keekley type who is really, truly a difference maker. And those guys are rare. I, I just didn't like either pick. I, not that these guys, look, the first-round NFL players, they're not bad. They're, I mean, they're going to help the Lions. I just think the Lions could have allocated their resources a little bit better in this case and, and gotten more impact out of having two top 18 picks in this draft. Who are you surprised that is still available going into the second round tonight? Uh, beyond uh, Levis, the Kentucky QB, who, who maybe is it surprising, shocking, uh, that this player or multiple players are still available starting the second round of the NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, we got to the end of the first round, and I, I, I had to uh, literally double-check. I was like, Joey Porter Jr. wasn't drafted. I liked him a lot coming out of Penn State. I thought he really does a lot of good things. Wouldn't surprise me at all if he's Pittsburgh Steelers' first pick off the board to, to start the second round. I could see that happening. 
And then it was weird to see some of the tight ends go out of the first round. Only one got drafted, Dalton Kincaid, really late by the Bills. I like my, uh, Michael Mayer out of uh, Notre Dame, really, really good player. Darnell Washington out of Georgia, super interesting. Some of these other guys, I just thought, I really did think that the two or three tight ends would be drafted in the first round and higher. So it's surprising to me that only one got drafted. But I think what happened was it's almost like this is a really deep position we can wait. We can get a Laporta later in the third round or whatever. So almost the depth of the tight end position almost worked against these top guys because we're just kind of all waiting there. Uh, other than that, yeah, Levis is the obvious one. Levis was it was really surprising to see him fall out of the first round completely, even if I didn't like him as a player. I really don't like him as a prospect that much. I mean, when I woke up Thursday morning, this guy was the betting favorite to go second overall. To have him fall completely out of the first round was shocking. I, I didn't see that coming. Only anybody did. So, yeah, those are some of the names where you, where you start to think, like, you know, there's, there's going to be some pretty good value here for teams in the second round. You know, it's interesting when you look at Levis now, unless the Steelers trade out of it, starting the second round tonight at 32, don't need a quarterback. Cardinals don't need a quarterback. Lions don't need a quarterback. They could get squirrely and take them there, seeing value. Uh, Colts, would they take another quarterback and have two to choose from? I doubt it. Rams, that might be the spot at 36. They might be able to select their quarterback of the future, possibly, right? Yeah, that, that's a, that, that's one that makes the most sense to me. I mean, you look at a, a guy with really yeah, a lot of talent, a lot of physical talent, but he probably needs some development. Well, you could go with a really, really good head coach. You're not going to be forced to start right away because that's Matthew Stafford's job for at least the next year. But Stafford's 35 now. Obviously, we, as you guys know out there, has the health concerns now. So it almost seems like a great opportunity without spending a lot of draft capital to get a, a, a good high-ceiling quarterback. Uh, so I would like that for them. The Titans need a quarterback. I mean, I know that they're not drafting, I believe, 10th in the second round. But if he falls to them, I don't know how you keep passing. I, I, who's your quarterback of the future? I, Malik Willis really didn't do it for anybody last year. And, you know, if he develops into something great, like you got two quarterbacks in. I, but they need to figure that out. I do think that the Lions and Seahawks are interesting because they're both kind of the same where they have a veteran who nobody truly honestly believes is a really high ceiling vet, obviously, but doing pretty well. But I mean, certainly they're not they're not upset with who they have right now, whether it's Goff or Geno. But you think about it, it's a perfect situation to draft a developmental guy, sit behind a veteran. No chance that they're gonna be, you know, looking over their shoulders. Geno and and Goff know they're starting this year at very least, probably a couple of years. Levis can develop on his own time, be ready when when they really need him. And Seattle and Detroit had so many extra picks because of trading their quarterbacks away. I mean, Stafford for the Lions, Russell Wilson for the Seahawks, that you have these kind of surplus picks that you could use one on a quarterback of the future. It would not surprise me if either team took that leap in this round. But, yeah, you start to do it. You start. You say, well, okay, the Rams will make that jump. And I know reports that they really are looking for guys more down the board. If the Titans, who already passed on him, they don't do it. If the Seahawks, you're starting to say, how far is this guy going to drop? Could he fall out of second round? I it's it's shocking. it's shocking to think that, but it was shocking to think he could fall out of the first round. So who knows? Maybe the Packers will move up. They got a couple of second rounders, and they'll have a Levis in case Jordan Love doesn't work out with no Rodgers. Now it will be interesting. Speaking of NFL QBs, before I let you go, your thoughts on Lamar? He held his ground. He got the hundred and eighty million plus guaranteed. Didn't need the three percent to an agent. Gave the seven million plus. To his mother, you knew with the Odell Beckham Jr. signing, I didn't think uh, Lamar was going anywhere. Yeah, and 
More than that, it was probably a Jalen Hurts signing where there's a new bar set for the quarterbacks and everybody can swallow a little bit of pride and say, you know what, Jalen Hurts and Lamar are pretty comparable players. Lamar's won an MVP, Jalen Hurts been a second. You know, Jalen's been a great player, so is Lamar. Drafted about the same. I mean, Lamar, the last pick of the first round, Jalen Hurts in the second. So you can say, look, this is this is the deal Jalen got, highest paid quarterback of all time. We'll add a few zeros, or you know, we'll add a little bit on the end to make you the highest paid quarterback of all time. Give you this percentage of guaranteed money. It's a win win for everybody. Lamar didn't get any offers anywhere else. Not like he had any other options. So I mean, would would adding? I saw the argument made Mike Taniero, longtime NFL writer, was making this argument. It's true. If Lamar had an agent. Would he have gotten this deal earlier? Would he have not been playing under a, a rookie deal that was really, really undervalued for him? Yeah, probably. So everybody's celebrating that he saved the $7 million on the agent fees when he could have made that up by getting this deal earlier. But whatever. He gets to the point now where he got a great deal. Like you, you talked about at the job. Like you, you know, you're talking about giving that extra money to his mom. That's beautiful. That's, that's awesome. I'm just glad this worked out with an organization that really, really wants him. The Ravens never... They never said, we don't want Lamar, we're looking in other places. They just didn't want to give him the Deshaun Watson deal. And now that they haven't, I think everybody's happy. I think the Ravens are the one place that really understands who Lamar Jackson is as a player and get the most out of him. So I'm happy that we can kind of get beyond this and start talking about Lamar Jackson as a football player again because he's really special, one of my favorite guys to watch in the league. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com National columnist when it comes to the National Football League. Uh, appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the draft. Frank Schwab checking in on the Roast Umber guest line. Roast Umber coffee, Guatemalan beans, brewed in Grand Rapids, canned, the nitro cold brew canned in Grand Rapids. No sugar, no additives. Go to RoastUmber.com, a craft coffee you can have inside your home, your business. Uh, You can order up at RoastUmber.com or look for it at your local retailer. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Bill Simonson with my good friend Greg Harris back inside the leadership locker room. Greg has a new book out called Sage Advice. You can go to MaximizeLeadership.com to get that book. And today, Greg, we're going to look for some sage advice when it comes to a robust pipeline. Robust pipeline. So, Bill, with the challenge with sales organizations, it's a panic for any salesperson whose pipeline ends up dry. No prospects, nothing really coming this month or this quarter. And this particular keynote and training is really helpful on how to have, build, and keep that pipeline moving. When when your pipeline dries up, it's scary for salespeople, and this keynote helps. If you want a robust pipeline when it comes to your business, go to MaximizeLeadership.com or call toll-free 1-888-308-1600. That's 1-888-308-1600 or online at MaximizeLeadership.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And Saint Show, Saint Night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle Box Office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Friday broadcast with the one and only Superfly Unmotivated Hayes. After his 12-hour bender... At our draft watch party, Soren Eagle, and his trip back. Thank you for what you do for this show. Fly did tell me we have a pair of tickets to see Britt Floyd on May 15th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. So why don't we take lucky caller number 15 at 1 866 838 4843. You'll score a pair of tickets to see Britt Floyd in concert. DeVos Performance Hall, downtown GR on May 15th. Lucky caller 15 at 1-866-838-4843. Will they get an e-ticket, right? You'll get the ticket sent to you simple and easy. 1-866-838-4843. Caller number 15 will get the hookup. Superfly, take care of them. Be professional. When we get caller 15 at 1 866 838 4843. Let's go to Coop in Kalamazoo. I appreciate the wait. Busy Friday. You're on the Huge Show. Got that completely, sir. It's been a few years. Glad to talk to you again, sir. Hey, good to hear your voice. All right. Well, like most, I thought we'd go defense with the first round picks. I wasn't surprised about trading down. Frank Schwab sold my thunder. Um, and that's the point about uh, the. the Deliberately didn't take Bijan Robinson into Gibbs. What do you think and why? Uh, and, and Jeff Risden just wrote a story. Thank you, Coop and Kalamazoo, listening on 96 1 The Game, our flagship station out of Grand Rapids. You can get in Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, and also over on Michigan's West Coast in Muskegon. Risden wrote a story that he posted right before our show at lionswire.com and Draftwire that the Lions had Gibbs higher than Bijan Robinson on their board. And they were set to take him at six. They had Gibbs higher than Bijan Robinson on their board. And you saw the enthusiasm, the video at DetroitLions.com, that Brad Holmes and Campbell, when they made that pick, 
And they had Jack Campbell and Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, out of Alabama, at the top of their board. That though, their top two guys they got on their board by trading down and and getting that thirty fourth pick, uh, which will be third tonight in the second round. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, steakhouse and grills. You can watch round two and three tonight of the NFL Draft at all brands' locations. They also have happy hour twice a day. Seven days a week, you'll find the brands in Bay City. Mike Brand Jr., Liz Brand Stegahuis, Sean Stegahuis, great location for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Mike Brand Jr. also has the brands in Caledonia, south of GR. Johnny Brand Sr. has Johnny Brands in Granville. And also Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR. Watch the second and third round of the draft tonight at all Brands locations. Also Mike Brand Sr. with the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR, where you can watch rounds two and three tonight. Enjoy the world-famous Sizzler, French dip I always love. Did I get all locations? Oh, Brands in Holland for our listeners on WHTC off of US 31 and James. You're home for the draft tonight and tomorrow at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. It's time for another Moving Forward Ferris interview with President Bill Pink. He joins us each and every week from Big Rapids, along with other leaders at Ferris that are moving the university forward. And President Pink had roots uh, planted in Grand Rapids, uh, spent seven years here on the west side of the state. Ferris also connected to downtown GR and the connection up 131 uh, to Ferris State and a big vision uh, for President Pink and his staff, and he joins us uh, here on Moving Ferris Forward. How you doing, my friend? It is good to be here. Thank you so much. Doing great, Bill. All right. Um, over a year, uh, a little over a year ago, you became uh, president at Ferris State University. Uh, what made you step out and have that conversation about leaving GRCC and taking over at Ferris? Well, I tell you, um, it was uh, once once I started looking closely at uh, this position, having uh, my predecessor, uh, David Eisler, having been here about almost 20 years, um, seeing a lot from the outside when we're uh, on GRCC's campus for the last seven years and seeing what uh, was happening with Fair State, Fair State being right there on our campus at the Applied Technology Center, for me, uh, really getting to know not just uh, what the work I saw uh, going on in Grand Rapids, but then also just, uh, I tell you, thinking about what the whole vision was of this university uh, when it started uh, back in 1884, um, and hearing the vision of the, our founder, Woodbridge Ferris. You know, the thing about him, Bill, is uh, Woodbridge Ferris was screaming about uh, folks having access to education regardless of color of their skin or gender. He was screaming that message uh, over 130 years ago. And when you're saying that back in the late 1800s and early 1900s that could that was not the most popular thing to do but uh he kept that he kept uh, banging that drum and uh his whole idea was uh, education for every michigander and um 
So here I am, the 19th president. I have to pick up that baton and carry it because that's what he started with this university. So I think about that makes it an easy decision to come to Fair State. And president Pink, he's done great things already. A little over a year as president uh, up in Big Rapids. And I've watched that university grow not only in the last year, but in my 20 years uh, with the huge show across Michigan. So when you take over a new job, there is the acclimation period, getting to know everybody, getting your team in place, understanding what roles everybody plays. What would you say are the three most important things right now on moving Ferris forward? Mm, awesome question. So, uh, number one, uh, we have got to recognize that higher education, I, I, I'm a believer that uh, as you and I, uh, five years from today, if we mark today, five years from today, and we're having this conversation because we will, uh, my thought is we still have a relationship with the huge show five years from now. Amen. Uh, as we're sitting here talking about it, Bill, um, if we look exactly how we look today of everything of higher education, how we all have been doing things uh, for the last uh, many, many decades. I think uh, those universities that haven't shifted, I don't know if they're going to still be around. We've got to rethink what university uh, looks and sounds like. We know in Michigan, we've got a lot of people in this state who are 25 years old and older, have some or no college at all and no degree. We have to reach those populations. And so from our standpoint, uh, we're starting to, uh, we'll, uh, don't get me wrong, we'll never take our eye off the ball when it comes to the 18-year-old graduating from high school. We'll never take our eye off that. But we have got to be focused on that individual who is the individual who is 28, 38, 48 years old that's looking to retool reskill, do something different, or doesn't have any of this whatsoever, we have got to make sure we're reaching those folks as well. We're really looking at what we look like um, statewide. And so in my mind, enrollment uh, is important. Obviously, finances always stay important. Well, if you can bolster enrollment, sure, it helps with the finances. So uh, we want to we keep an eye on those things. And then the last thing I'll tell you is uh, my focus and this campus, I think here in these months, they're already tired of hearing me use these two words. But my two words, you have to be relevant. You have to be responsive. If you're not being relevant and responsive as a university, as an institution, to your, to your students, to your community, to your state, and to each other, if you can't stay relevant, I mean, you know what happens. If you're not relevant, you go away. I mean, just ask Blockbuster. Well, wait a minute. You can't because they're not around anymore. Didn't stay relevant. And so we in higher education, we have to do, we have to think in terms of staying relevant and responsive. And if we can stay in that space, um, uh, we can do good things. President Bill Pink will join us every week on the Huge Show across Michigan, moving Ferris forward. You can find out more about President Pink's vision and also how Ferris is staying relevant at ferris.edu. Uh, projects take money. Projects take people. All agreeing uh, on this is where we're going. What would you say are your priority projects right now on campus in Big Rapids at Ferris? There's two things that are top of top of my list. Uh, one thing this university has done a mass a masterful job uh, over the years and predecessors uh, before me. Uh, we have incredible 
learning spaces on this campus. Our buildings that are focused on uh, classroom teaching and learning with labs, whether it be welding, construction management, uh, optometry, I mean, all those spaces are awesome. What I have to be more focused on is housing. We've got to do more on our campus to bolster uh, what we look like in, in terms of what we show students and saying, here's where you're going to live as a freshman um, and sophomore and make it attractive enough to where even if I'm a junior, I say, yeah, but boy, I'd, I'd really like living on campus because of the place that I get to live. So we have to be focused on facility from a standpoint of housing. And then secondly, um, I, I personally have a, a focus on where we need to go when it comes to our athletic facilities. Um, there are some things we need to pay attention to. Um, when you have a back-to-back national championship football program, when you have an NCAA Division One hockey program, when you have a men's basketball that's a national champion three years ago, you know, we, we are known for what we do athletically. I just want to pay attention and make sure that we're uh, that we're doing well when it comes to those facilities, and in all that, we always got to take care of people. So we always have to look out and make sure that we're doing the best for the folks who work here. Because if we can take care of those things, our students are going to be in a great place. President Bill Pink, uh, he is partner with the Huge Show. We'll hear from him every week and other leaders uh, who are moving Ferris forward. What's interesting when you talked about uh, a possible two-year degree program where people retool when you talk about uh, living quarters uh, for kids or living spaces. Quarters sounds a little bit too military. Uh, living spaces for uh, kids and students uh, of all ages. And then you talk about athletics. All three of those things really uh, go right back to what you said about staying relevant. Correct. Oh, so much so because if we're not if we're not focused and if we're not paying attention on those things, you know that's when you see um, that's when you see the enrollment number trickle down and down and down because when we have some of our other institutions, we have awesome institutions in the state, and when students are considering whether it's us or that institution. Those are some of the factors that play in into that decision. And so we have to make sure we stay at the top of those lists and make sure the value proposition is strong. Well, you know, it's a balance of life. And it, sometimes people say, well, we don't need athletic facilities. We need a bigger library or uh, we don't need dorms. There's already apartments. But there there's a balance of student life that if you can meet uh, great educators, men and women, correct, great leaders like yourself, when you look at buildings that are uh, eye popping when you drive in, like the College of Optometry, when you're turning in yeah. uh, to the Ferris campus. Those are things when a mom and dad are coming up for, uh, with their senior, uh, or a junior looking at schools they're going to be going to that catch their attention, where they're going to live, how it looks. Is a school, uh, joining that next generation, modernization, whatever you want to call it. And then you throw in athletics, not because you're going to play, uh, but because it's fun to be a part of a fall with Tony Anise of Ferris State football or Bronc or your women's soccer team that went to the Final Four. And I believe another thing that's very important, and some schools do it right and others disregard it, intramural sports programs where the students stay active year-round while in school. You agree? Oh, gosh. I, I can't agree more with you. And when it comes to the way those facilities, I mean, they have to have some level of attraction. What it says to parents and to potential students is we care. So we care enough about that facility where you're going to either watch or you're going to play. We care enough about it that you're going to have a good experience while there. But when you think about intramurals 
and also on our campus, we have a club sport program, and I'll tell you, Bill, uh, we'll, we'll have a show uh, in the future where I just talk to you about club sports on this campus because people say that Fair State doesn't have baseball. We do not have an uh, intercollegiate baseball program, but we have a club sport baseball program, and those kids take it serious. Um, we have a bowling team through club sport. We have Our list of club sports are so long with many students, and these are the kind of facilities that in club sports and intramurals, they're going to be taking advantage of them. And so it's not just about the intercollegiate uh, sports that these type of, of facilities benefit. It goes, it goes holistic. Yeah, and your D1 in hockey where that's the balance. People say you don't have a baseball team. Wait a minute. Ferris has a D2 school and all other sports in the GLIAC. They are D1 in hockey. So a lot to offer. A lot's happening right now from the president's office. We'll keep you up to date on Ferris each and every week as President Bill Pink and other leaders uh, in Big Rapids at Ferris are moving Ferris forward. If you want to find out more, or if you want to find out more, just go to ferris.edu. That's ferris.edu. President Pink, my man, I look forward to our conversations on and off air, and we'll talk soon. We're going to do it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, back at you, President Pink, uh, joining us on Moving Ferris Forward. It's a year-long partnership connecting Big Rapids to the rest of the state. Find out more about being a Bulldog and about moving Ferris forward at ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge.